Hey, up next on the Mar Army Rock Show, uh, only our second guest of the year, man. We're excited to have Zach from Kentucky Band Picturesque with us. Now, uh, we have them on uh, their album, Do You Feel Okay, came out in 2020 and has a song, Attention, which, uh, to be corny, got our attention a whole lot. But, uh, Zach, welcome to the show. Hey, man, thanks for having me. So, uh, hey, for folks that are maybe a little bit new to you guys that are listening to our show, give us, like, a short biography of the band, like a little history of the band. Uh, yeah, man. Well, the band uh, started in Arkansas. Uh, we started writing music actually around 2012. And um, I went to, like, a venue and a recording studio, and the other guys were in, a, were in a different band with a different, very similar lineup to what we have now, actually. But uh, I was originally drumming in the band, and... Uh, you know, we had uh, Jordan, our bass player, was originally playing guitar in the band, and um, we started writing music, and then uh, I had a job opportunity to move away, and the guys were kind of sick and tired of Arkansas, so we all, like, collectively moved down to Texas, and I guess that's where we, like, quote-unquote got some traction, discovered, whatever you want to call it, and uh, we hooked up with our manager, Billy, uh, and... From there, we just started writing a record. I think we actually debuted the band in, like, very late 2014, early 2015. But we had been, like, kind of prepping for almost three years prior to that. And um, the band has consisted of, you know, like I say, primarily the same members it has now. Uh, and then we, we added Jade recently, and uh, he's, been, he's been really solid. We picked him up out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, and... So we've had this lineup for almost three years now, and it's feeling really good. Now, um, hey, we mentioned the song that first caught our attention was the song uh, Attention, and uh, I know every song has kind of a story behind it, the history of it, so tell me a little bit about the song Attention, as it's kind of my favorite on the record. Man, that song almost didn't make it so many times. Um, (laughs) So uh, the song, we don't really have like a songwriting um, process right we i mean we do have a process but it's a little more freeform than maybe your average band you know a good idea is a good idea for us and no matter how it gets presented or who brings it and uh kyle originally wrote the like rough skeleton of that song on guitar oh wow and uh yeah and he's he's not much of a guitar player and no offense to him but you know he's a singer and um so it kind of took some convincing in guitar land to get uh, you know, it, where it needed to be, uh, Dylan, Dylan, you know, really kind of picked it apart and, and turned it into the cool riff thing that it has now. Uh, Kyle wrote that top line vocal before we ever heard it, man. He just brought that in. So the chorus was almost exactly what it is now when he brought it to us. And, um, and, uh, so it was actually one of the last songs we finished on the record. We had so much trouble working on that song, the bridge, we just couldn't figure out a bridge for it. And uh, I said, you know, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to, uh, we have this like splice sample thing. You know, we have, have a big sample pack. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I said we're going to find the most obscure, ludicrous thing. And we're going to slam it in there and we're going to get the creative juices flowing. And um, we were like, and Kyle's going to get to pick it because he tends to be the most belligerent, you know. <laughs> and uh, he... Uh, he just picked this random sample. We chopped it up. We made it a different thing. You know what I mean? It's not exactly like the, the just the bare bones basic sample we found. But we found this really weird uh, sample with like an accidental note. And there's like notes that aren't supposed to be in key. And uh, we slapped it in there. And that would eventually become the bridge solo section. 
And, uh, you know, it was like one of the last songs we finished vocals on. We fought so hard on that song to finish it. And I'm, I'm really pumped about the way it came out. Now, another song I wanted to ask you about that I was drawn to uh, way down at the end of the album is a song called Day by Day. And uh, I like the tune, and maybe you can't answer this. Like, I'm not sure who wrote it specifically. If I wanted to know if you had somebody in specific in mind in that song or if there's a story behind it lyrically, I guess. Yeah, man. Um, so Kyle and I always write all the lyrics uh, for all of our songs, typically. Um, we're, we're writing some new songs now. You know, we use co-writers for sure. Um, but it's funny you mentioned those two songs specifically because those two songs were the hardest two to write, <laughs> and, and they were they were two that we finished on like the last couple of days. Like we were literally, like our studio time ran over by a few days, and we were literally wrapping those songs up in overtime, basically. And um, it almost didn't get done either. Um, Kyle does have somebody that song's about. It's somebody uh, really important to him, and. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't like out and out tell you who it's about. Yeah, sure. Someone really close to him, really important, and um, it's just basically about. I think we we know a lot of people that do this, but you know, you get down, and then you kind of like turn to some sort of substance, even if it's prescribed. In this particular instance, it's a prescribed substance, and then uh, and then kicking the prescribed substance is is just a whole nother battle after you get over like the depression or whatever you're feeling. So, you know, you get down and then you get prescribed something and then getting off the, the prescription is almost just as hard as getting over the depression. So, um, that's, that's what that song's about. And it's kind of like a commitment to being there, you know what I mean? Through the process and not giving up on the people that are close to you while they're going through that. And it was our attempt at a love song. Honestly, we, all of our songs are real hateful. And so we decided to try and write a nice one, you know what I mean? Well, you pulled it off, man. It's a great tune. I actually love it, man. Like I said, attention's got to be my top one, but uh, that one's right there behind it. Now, um, hey, you kind of alluded to this a little bit, but I wanted to ask it anyway. You're like, I would call it really a multi-dimensional band, man. You're like a little bit of hip-hop, a little metal, a little bit of everything. So I was wondering what the songwriting looks like for you guys. Is it on a piano or a guitar or elaborate? You kind of touched on it a little bit. Tell me what a songwriting looks like for you. Man, um, it just depends. Um, uh, like I said, we like to kind of keep a, we almost have a no process is the best process. We go with the best idea in the room at all times. It doesn't matter if the, if the engineer is sitting there and he's not supposed to be saying anything, but he's supposed to be, you know, recording and making it sound good and he hums a melody and it's a good melody, you know, we're going to go, we're going to go off of that. And, um, so whatever the best idea is in the room always, no matter who brings it, and um, we're actually we're actually writing right now through coronavirus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the song process now is completely different than it was on that record. That record took us about two years to write. And uh, I would say if there's anything about the process that's really consistent, it's that we constantly revise songs and we constantly pull them back apart. And we, we restructure them all the time. We change stuff all the time. Most of those songs have seen upwards of four versions, not just revisions, versions, different complete accompaniments. And um, and we just really, we tear them apart and reconstruct them so many times um, to kind of figure out what we want out of them. And, um, you know, typically I would say... We either do a co-write where we go write something from scratch or Kyle brings us something. But typically we try to get a hook first 
and we build out from there and then it's just like this grindy year-long process of, <laughs> of, of pulling them apart and putting them back together pulling them apart and putting them back together so now you alluded to the songwriting i was going to ask you you, you read my mind on some of these questions there. i was going to ask you how you guys have been weathering covid you know i talked to so many bands and some just shut down but it sounds like you guys just decided well you couldn't tour so we're going to write is that kind of the gist of what's been going on for last year Dude, not at all. Uh, <laughs> and no, uh, we, uh, yeah, I was, I was uh, intrigued because I, I wonder how many bands are gonna break up completely, just you know, decimate, and then come back and act like nothing happened because it's so possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to just disappear for a while, break up, spiral down, and then pick yourself up and back together by the time touring comes back and never miss a beat. We dropped a record in the middle of a quarantine, which was like risky, but we had already pushed the record back a year. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? That yeah. that record was written over the course of two years, recorded in 2019, released in 2020, and um, literally almost to the day a year after we finished recording it. And um, so we pushed it back so many times, and I was just over my dead body. Was it going to get pushed back again? <laughs> and uh, we 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 put it out. And it, it was really good, man. And we were just kind of riding that high for a while. And everybody was like, hey, man, you know, all these producers are doing, like, Zoom calls and stuff. It'd be a great time to write some more content. You've been out of the studio for a year. Why don't you guys go? You know, all of our management was pushing us towards it. And I was like, can I not just live in this first record, or the second record for a little bit? You know, like, we just put it out. <laughs> and because uh, I don't know how other bands do it but for me when we write a new record it kind of feels like we have to put the old one to bed yeah and um you know it's like you're kind of you're kind of saying goodbye to some songs i was like we never got to play most of those songs we've never played attention live that was one we really wanted to bust out live and uh you know people tried to get us to do all these like live streams so we were just like swirling in all these like live stream opportunities but most of them were acoustic and I was like, you know, I don't really want the first time these songs are heard live to be, like, acoustic and over the internet. That feels wrong. And um, so, like, literally, just out of the blue one day, I was like, you know, we've been we've been listening to these songs for, like, five, six months now. We just, we got to start writing again. Like, it's we got to put them to bed. We got to keep pushing forward, you know. Uh, so... Like out of out of the blue, we called up uh, a good buddy of ours named uh, he's 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 actually a solo artist named Baines, and we just started writing with him, and uh, just to see what came out. And uh, so we're like we're ne- we're neck deep in a in a, the writing process right now for whatever's next. I don't even know what it is, you know what I mean? But we're just. <laughs> writing right now. Now, um, I'm a big fan of like hearing songs stripped down and done acoustically, but I couldn't find any from you guys. Do you guys do that? Do you ever do an acoustic set or do you like the radio acoustic morning show thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course, man. We, we've got some stuff out there. On, uh, we actually have six original songs with acoustic versions. Um, so, you know, I guess we'll have to take it up with the YouTube al- algorithm out there. But <laughs> we normally... Can- what we try to do, man, is we try to do like exclusive stuff. So what we'll do is like uh, we bought a van one time, right? Yeah. And we were like, we need money for a van, so we have all these acoustic versions that you can only get on YouTube. But we'll give you like an exclusive download if you like jump on our our, our uh, GoFundMe or something. Nice. Or we'll we'll try we'll try to keep them on like a YouTube platform 
or like a GoFundMe platform. And, and, and when we do like a rendition like that, we don't just want to stick it up all over the place. We, you know, we want you to kind of hunt it. So uh, it's probably really dumb, but we, we typically we try to keep those a little bit of a secret. But yeah, we have five or six songs that are original works that we did. And then we did some uh, acoustic versions of some pop songs. And, and we do the we do the morning show thing too. You can find it out there on YouTube if you look hard enough. <laughs> well, um, hey, one last thing here. I always like to get a little picture of, like what bands are into as people. So you know, you're a well seasoned touring band. So what, what are your band's road trip killers, time killers on the the van, so to speak? Are you doing video games, movies? What are you guys into to to pass those long drives? So, so we just bought a new RV, and uh, so the whole half the band got completely obsessed with Rocket League. We just play rock league constantly in the RV. Uh, Kyle is a big podcast guy, and he he uh, he just fills his brain with like worthless flat earther, uh, like conspiracy theory. Like, sorry to any flat earthers out there, I guess. Uh, but uh, just like uh, he listens to like murder mystery podcasts and conspiracy theory podcasts and. Uh, some really out there stuff and so um depending on who's in the front seat they get a healthy dose of uh of like conspiracy podcasts and then if you're up in the top bunk it's it's me dylan or jade uh playing you know just grinding on rocket league uh i typically drive a lot so you know uh for me i listen to uh i try to i just try to talk to my my co-pilot i try to solve the world's problems you know um but yeah, man, we with the new RV that we have basically unlimited amounts of, you know, like private space and entertainment. So everybody kind of zones out and does their own thing. <laughs> well, uh, hey, man, Zach from Picturesque, I'm really glad you guys stuck to it and released an album. It was a great release this year, which is why I wanted to get you on the show. The album is called Do You Feel Okay? You can pick it up everywhere out there digitally and whatnot. Um, Zach, uh, where's the best place for people to kind of keep up with and follow you guys? Website or Facebook or Spotify? Where do you want them to go? Uh, I mean, probably Spotify. We're the world's worst band at social media. We hate it. Um, and so, if, you, if you're out there clinging to our Instagram or something, you're probably going to be disappointed. <laughs> so, check us out on Spotify. If you're on Spotify, you're probably listening to us, and that's probably the best place to be. Um, you know, we're not a we're not a meme band. We don't we don't have witty you know posts all the time. We just we just make music and stick it up online. And so, I'd say Spotify or Apple Music is if you want to if you want to go out there and check us out and support us. That's the place to do it. There you go, folks. They're picturesque. Find them out on Spotify. Uh, Zach, man, thanks so much for taking time with us tonight, and uh, good luck on us. What it sounds like is new music coming out already in 2021. Yeah, it's a secret, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. All right, man. Have a, hey, thanks so much for being here. We appreciate it. All right, man. I appreciate you, bro.